0: welcome to the high vibration living podcast i'm your host chef whitney Aronoff, founder of starseed kitchen and high vibration foods join me for conversation where we learn about food wellness beauty travel and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. Only you know what your body needs. Let this be the reminder that you have the power to tap in and know the food, self-care, and spiritual practices that will best serve you. I will be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can feel your best and live your dreams. Let's get started hi everyone welcome back to the high vibration living podcast I am your host chef Whitney Aronoff a founder of starseed kitchen and high vibration foods and today I'm chatting with Alice Hugh who we've been watching each other's careers kind of over the past nine years we were both passing through Washington DC living there around the same time and really starting on our new career paths and our new spiritual paths and it's been great to connect with her here on the podcast she is a Career astrologer and mindset coach. She's founder of Woo Woo Company and YourSaturn.com. Both are guides for all things Woo Woo, spiritual astrology, and holistic health astrology has helped her figure out her purpose and her business, and she wants to share how it can help you too. And that is the goal of her business, yoursaturn.com. It gives you astrology reports, career astrology reports. It helps you better understand what your Saturn return is and how to navigate your Saturn return because it very much plays an impactful role on your career and your life in your early to mid-30s. She is passionate about helping entrepreneurs redefine their identity, uncover what's holding them back, upgrade their mindsets to create aligned, thriving businesses. And that's what we talk about today. We also talk about health, wellness, spirituality, all the things that are lighting her up and that support her in life, intention, mindset, a lot of talk about food, and it was a great conversation. I know you guys are going to enjoy, and it was such a treat having Alice on. She is, I think, part of that group that they're really the next generation of teachers, healers, and guides. So if you aren't familiar with Alice, glad you're getting to connect with her now. You could follow her at Co on Instagram. I'll have all of her links in the show notes. Enjoy the show and the conversation. Cheers. Hi, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, it's so wonderful to be on the podcast. Thank you so much, Whitney, for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the timing couldn't be better. You're in a new iteration of your career and your businesses. So I'm excited to learn more about your offerings right now and how you kind of found your niche as an astrologer and spiritual practitioner.
1: Yes, so I am a career astrologer and I also will act as a fractional chief mindfulness officer for organizations as well, hosting various types of like wellness and mindfulness like workshops and programs. But today our focus is on the career astrology component. So I've had a business for almost five years now and I've just gotten into this particular niche and space the last two years. Um, when I started this business, I did a lot of events around like holistic wellness, uh, spirituality. And over the years, I have really found astrology to be one of my more favorite tools. And so a couple years ago, I started learning more about astrology and specifically, I found it to be very helpful in understanding um, about my career. And how to operate a business. So this is what I share with my clients now, whether they're um, going through a career pivot or they want to start their own business. Astrology just has such a wealth of information from like your gifts and talents, like when it's good to launch something, when you're going to experience friction in your career or um, a business, if you're starting a business. So there's just, I could talk on and on about how astrology is helpful.
0: So how did it serve you in helping you figure out the pivots that you needed to make in your own business and career?
1: It's so funny because it was after I did like my bridge jobs, my pivots that I realized like, oh, these are the ways that, um, I would have used astrology at that time because let's say we're looking at the nodes. Your north node is about your purpose, what you're meant to be doing in this lifetime. Your south node is things that you're familiar with. So oftentimes people feel very frustrated in their careers or they're just like, I don't like this job. It's like easy money or I know what to do, but it's not fulfilling because they're stuck in the south node aspect. Whether like for me, my staff node is in Virgo. So anything operations-oriented that requires me to be like very organized, um, just like very detail-oriented, very grounded, very practical. Again, working in operations behind the scenes. It's not that I don't have these skills and I can do these things, but that's not where I'm going to be feeling very lit up. Where I'm feeling lit up is going to be more creative, very imaginative, um, working in spirituality, working in like music or art, um, healing, and really listening to my intuition and finding that flow state rather than being like very methodical, very like focused on getting specific tasks done. And that is the difference. Um, Between my north node and my south node, and so when I got my bridge job, which I like to—I don't know if I've ever heard of anyone like kind of refer or use that term bridge Um, job—but really, what it is is something that helps you move from where you are to where you want to be. And when you're looking at your north node and your south node, and you combine these two aspects, it makes for a beautiful bridge job. So only after the fact, when I realized, like, oh, before I started Woo Woo Company. I had an e-commerce business and it was like, I was running the marketing component, also operations. It was like my first full time, um, dive into entrepreneurship. So it was a great blend of meeting to get us organized, but also I had a lot of creative freedom, right? Um, I went into a new area oper- like operations, which I haven't done in that capacity as a, like, uh, a C like OO. Um, I did all the marketing as well. So it was like a perfect bridge job to get me to this business.
0: I think bringing up bridge jobs is such a great an important point because we often visualize and can see and dream about who we want to be and what that life or job or career looks like. And we can't figure out how to get there. And that's realizing that there might be a job or two in between in order we can realize that. And I think that's super helpful um, for when people just are so overwhelmed by how to get there is reminding them that there are some spots you can you can settle in between and then yes, you know yes. using astrology to help find those spots in the in between
1: because for everything else like it's it's like as an example let's say you like want to eat healthier but you all you eat is mcdonald's and you're like okay today i'm only going to be vegan and gluten-free like no, it doesn't work. These like small, small steps. Just like if you're going to the gym and you're looking to increase your muscle mass or lose weight, it's not going to happen overnight. It takes time. But so often we feel the pressure, Whitney, to just like know, like just to make that transition very quickly, especially when it's related to career. Because for better or for worse right now in America, like we really relate identity to our career. Mm-hmm and career to our identity, but that's not necessarily true. Your job is not who you are. It's just one aspect, one vehicle, one channel for you to really fulfill and live out like your soul's purpose, um, what you're meant to be doing in this lifetime. Um, but it's very difficult for us to kind of ex- like separate these two things.
0: Is there a particular age or marking in a in a chart that lets you know when you're going to start to get squirmy and restless and need a change in your career? Yeah. So
1: right now we're the in the age of Aquarius. Like there is also a lot of self-actualization and spiritual awakening happening. So I think that people are feeling pretty antsy all around and being like, is this the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? But specifically in your late 20s. So remember your late 20s. Remember it was kind of like a roller coaster. I'm gonna look
0: up your. Um... I mean, when I was 29, I moved across the country from Los Angeles to Washington DC, and I couldn't mm-hmm. go back to a desk job. I just took a year year and a half off and worked in a completely different field, just because the thought of sitting at a desk behind a computer physically made me sick. So I just had to take yes. a break, and ultimately, I went back to that. But I. <laughs> I needed to completely change my environment. I needed to have a fresh start. And yeah, it, it percolated to the point where I couldn't deny it anymore. And then I had to take action.
1: Yes. So this is called a Saturn return. Your Saturn return is that existential life crisis that happens in your late 20s, which is why so many people quit their jobs. They move. I made a big move. I moved from Shanghai back to the US. Like back to the DC area where I'm from. Um, like sometimes people will like, it's a popular time to get married. Uh, it's just a lot of life changes, but the, the, the consistent point is like, it's, it's about you and it's about your career. And that is the main focus. So for you, your Saturn is in Libra during this time, you actually learned a lot about balance. About finding that balance between like work and life, but also understanding like how you um, had some unhealthy relationships in your life as well, Um, in addition to some, let's say, uh, habits that were not really, um, conducive to having like the best types of relationships in your life. Um, and actually some of those lessons are coming up again for like the next like year and a half or so you might be like, yeah. like you like, wait, this kind of feels a little bit similar <laughs> to what it was like when I was in my late twenties, but it's a lot easier right now. And you already do feel kind of like much more stable.
0: You're not going to be like, I'm moving and everything's going to change
1: again. You're just like, Oh, subtle shifts.
0: Yeah, I'm in my Uranus opposition. So it's like it's all over again. What's different this time is I know I've entered it. So I really encourage anyone listening to this episode get a chart reading, know when your Saturn return is coming, because I think it's a lot easier to experience it when you know that's what it is.
1: Yes, and I didn't really know, and I didn't have that awareness until kind of like. Maybe like when it was about to end, I was just kind of exploring more astrology, but I had wished like, I think also just because of the line of work that I'm in, I had to go through it to get that knowledge to really understand like, oh, this is what's happening. I have to go through it so I can tell people like what's going on. Um, to kind of really experience it because it also coincided with me repatriating to the US. So I thought it was just like kind of getting used to being in America again after being abroad for so many years. Yes, that is true. But also like perfect storm timing of like, oh, hey, it's also your Saturn return. And so things are going to be extra interesting to you. But yes, getting a reading, like starting therapy, making more time for yourself, like meditating, these are all things that are going to be so helpful in being able to understand, like, what are some of the tough things you're going to be going through?
0: I would absolutely agree. And when I look back on my Saturn return, it is the time where I started meditating and setting more time aside to have a spiritual practice and creating those morning and evening habits that were focused on me and making me feel good. And I've re-entered that Just granted, I am in my Uranus opposition, but you you just bringing that up has made me realize I've just re-entered that same era of focusing more on meditating, rebuilding up my spiritual practice, finding new self-care habits that make me feel good now um, and making that a priority. It's really interesting that it's a good time to reflect on your career and figure out where you want to go, but it's a good just time to just reflect on yourself and figure out how you just how you want to make yourself feel better and how you want to go through well, life.
1: Well that's the thing. People when they come to me, like obviously they are coming to get more clarity with career. But really the first step every time I do a reading, it is like, hey, let's get to know who you are right? Like your sun, your moon, your rising. We'll also talk about like how you feel connected to others, how others connect with you. So I believe that when we understand ourselves, we have less questions and less doubt of like, is this the right thing? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Because you have that inner conviction and that inner confidence It takes a lot of work to get there and it's like kind of always evolving as well. But when you know yourself, really know yourself, then really like you don't have to go outward for much.
0: Yeah. So what are some of the other questions people often come to you with when they're getting a career astrology reading?
1: there's so many questions. They want to know about like their gifts, their talents, the timing of things, um, best ways to make money. But oftentimes people just like come in with like an open mind and they're just curious. They just want to hear what I have to say. And so I go over kind of like their personality. I go over, um, like the hard moments, like those like wounds that you always feel in life. Like, so, I have a placement like Chiron and Cancer, which kind of always lends itself to feeling like you don't belong. Um, And I always like to talk about that placement because, yes, it's a challenge you always face, but also it's one of your greatest gifts. It allows me to understand how to um, really be inclusive, how to create community, um, as well as like... Understanding that accessing my intuition is a challenge for me for more than one reason because Cancer is a water sign. It is very intuitive, and so I have a hard time listening to my my, my inner voice. So I talk to people about the challenges that they're faced. If they're going through their Saturn return or just about to start it, what does that really mean? What does that look like? How they find success in their career, um, possible job paths moving forward, um, different Mm. skills that they have, like lots of different things. And um, I had started to kind of codify that and put that into a written report because it's so much easier at times to just kind of read something especially if you're new to astrology I have some people buying these expanded reports because they're like oh this is like a nice like segue into this space it's not too much commitment and I don't have to talk to someone because I don't know what that's going to be like will they tell me something that I'm scared about I'm like no Everything I share is always going to be very empowering. People leave excited, obviously a little like nervous because it's something new that they're exploring,
0: but they feel really good. So tell me about the reports. What should people expect to see? How can it support them if they're trying to figure out career shifts? Yes.
1: So I made, yes, and themselves. So I made yoursaturn.com, um, so that people can, understand astrology in a much grounded way. So when you go to your you can get a free career astrology report. It has a couple paragraphs that are based like on your birth time, place and date. Um, there's like a chart of your placements. There's like that like birth chart. That's like a wheel. But really for those who are newbies, just reading those three paragraphs will allow them to understand themselves better. So it's like, I am this type of person. I communicate in this way. It's like a Mad Libs. Um, uh, When I'm feeling down, this is what I need. I connect with these types of people. Uh, It's kind of like, and then we talk about like different challenges you'll face, opportunities for growth, um, like kind of talents and gifts. Uh, And then the last paragraphs around like, hey, these types of jobs, like kind of make you feel stuck. And these Mm -hmm. are jobs that will feel very fulfilling.
0: That's super powerful
1: that's what you have in your inbox right now. And the expanded report is 15 to 20 pages that really builds upon all those things that I talk about in the free report. And then more, it details out like specific jobs and industries, um, and just more and more and more information. And then of course resource, you can go back and review, um, there are like journal prompts in there too. So it's, it's, it's really, really wonderful. And the feedback that I've gotten from the free report to the expanded report has been so great. It's like kind of funny because I've gotten enough feedback that it's kind of the same, people are always like, it's so spot on. How did you know this? I'm exactly this way or this, I feel so seen. Like, it's just, it's really nice.
0: It's so interesting, isn't it? Well, what I really like that you have done that I haven't seen that other astrologers do Mm -hmm. is the chart property. So you made it really easy for people to know where their sun is, where their moon, their rising, their Mercury, their Venus, their Mars, their Jupiter. Um, Not something that you can just keep handy um, because I feel like it comes up a lot now in conversations. You need to know where these placements are.
1: Yes. And not every app will have these placements. (laughs) <laughs> that's the thing. And you know, you don't even need to look at the chart properties. You don't even need to look at your birth chart. Just look at those paragraphs. Because I think that's what hangs people up, right? They're like, oh, like there's so much jargon. Like I don't understand like what does it mean to be a Taurus? What does it mean to be a Gemini? And like there's planet like it's a lot. It's a lot of information. And so that's why I made this report because you know that first page is just a couple paragraphs.
0: For those that are listening that do know about the different sun signs. What's your sun sign? My sun sign is in Leo. Oh, okay. Fabulous. I love Leos. I'm in Gemini and Gemini and Leos do get along very well. They do. And also my Venus is in Gemini. Oh, and what does, and my Venus is in Gemini. So why do we need to know what house our Venus is in? There's different
1: things, right? So you want to know the placement um, of a specific planet. So we're talking about Venus in Gemini. And then we talk about the house. It just is a drill down of more information. Venus is a planet of love, attraction, of money and values. It's really how you connect with others, how you magnetize um, and also like what you feel attracted to in others. And I love Gemini's because they have so many ideas. They're voracious in the information they take in. So there's are uh, so many opportunities to chat and to talk about. Um, and then when you look at your specific house, this is like a theme of like where you feel like those types of connections, um, what types of topics you like to talk about as well. So um, looking at your, v- your Venus, it's in the eighth house of like death and transformation and changes and healing and topics that people don't really talk about but you want to shine a light on these things and share your feelings. But I mean, you have a business that heals people through food.
0: Yes. And through conversation. And then then through conversation, because I'm a Gemini and it has to also be through conversation. You, you got it. And that's how I feel fulfilled is the balance between the two.
1: Yes. You love to chat. (laughs) All Geminis can stop non-stop talk but more so sometimes if they're more quiet because of other placements it's because they're like really in their heads like they're thinking all the time they have to like it's kind of like so my boyfriend's a gemini and i'm like the way that he consumes information kind of drives me crazy because he has like okay he also has like aquarius placements as well so he's like tons of technology everywhere he has like he has like three ipads he has two phones, he has multiple and he'll have like, he'll have like, um, he'll be listening to something and then something will be playing on like, um, on an iPad and then, and he'll be doing work. And I'm like, this is information overload.
0: That's so funny. I've had, um, another astrologer friend of mine has told me before that I have to be really mindful of how much I consume because i can burn myself out because as geminis we just love consumption of information.
1: Yes, you have to be very careful about what you're consuming. If it's very easy to get on the consumption train and then you're yeah. just like it's just like a deluge of information and then you don't get that quiet time to yourself to reset your energy.
0: Absolutely. Hi. I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality, with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef crafted organic spice blends made with only good for you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond real salt, prepare the blends listening to Kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 magic herbs and spices on starseedkitchen.com. Use code starseed for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. So since we're talking about career and business, I believe Jupiter is the planet of finances and where your Jupiter is placed can show where you can make the most money. Is that correct? Jupiter is the planet
1: of expansion. Okay. Also of luck. And I think it's one of the placements you can view in terms of money as well as Venus too, because Venus, it's it's funny because like sometimes you can look at your, your, your chart, which never changes and you see new things all the time. And it's always happens to me. Like I won't look at my chart for like a while or I'll just look at the same things. I'm like, Oh, I forget what house this is in like whatever. Um, and then I'll just see something and I'm just like shook. I'm like, Oh my God, of course. So these written reports that I've created. It's quite new. It's been six months since I've done the free ones and of course the expanded ones. And I'm like, oh, like how how I can make money, how I attract people, how I I market, how I can sell the best. My Venus placement is in Gemini. It's a lot of writing. It's a lot of speaking. I love giving presentations. I love going on podcasts. I love public speaking. I love writing.
0: And I'm like, of course. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it's interesting you brought up Venus and Jupiter together. So you can't just make money. You have to have the heart, the love connected to it. And that's what I consistently hear. So I went to a Dr. Joe Dispenza conference not too long ago. And he kept talking about that, you know, you can focus your meditation and be in your head. But until you move your heart into the meditation, your heart is your center of creativity. And you have to have a heart brain coherence in order to create that future reality. So same with business and money, you have to have the connection with the heart with Venus in order to have it all come together.
1: Isn't that funny? Right? Because Venus represents a lot of different things. I think it's a very complex planet that people kind of just automatically think like, this is about love. Yes. It's how we like, what we appreciate how we like love, but really, it's just, it's, it's so much more. And I always like to talk about like, well, if you're looking to understand like the best ways to sell, the best ways mm-hmm. to connect with people, like look at your Venus placement because it is how you engage with others and how mm-hmm. others can really engage with you.
0: Interesting. And so you look at the sign that's in the house and then what number the house is in. And those will give yes. you the tool, yes. tools that you have in order to sell love given that way Yes.
1: yes so for you you find like a lot of like authenticity and connection like when you're talking about healing and really kind of like the different ways that you've healed the different modalities that you've um like adopted what you found is like very powerful for you um and you're always learning about different like healing methodologies like you like can't get enough of it
0: I can't because it's so, what I find so interesting in this time that we're in, which did not exist 10 years ago or 20 years ago is there's so many options for people that at this point it's like ice cream flavors. You can find one that works for you. You can find one that is works for your budget and your lifestyle and what you're willing to give up and change and what you're not willing to give up and change. And so it's, trying to get the information out there so nobody suffers. There's no reason to physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally suffer. There are so many solutions. And one can simply be an astrological reading so you can better understand who you are, the gifts that you were blessed with, and all the paths that lay ahead for when you can't see them. That exists. You know, if you don't want to put any thought into it. And you just need to relax into your healing. There's places where you go that you can just lay down on mats that have frequency and that can help you, right? Like you can go and take a walk in nature. That's free. That will shift you. Just there's so much out there right now.
1: There is a lot. And I have so much to say about like the commodification, like of health and wellness, because you know, it is a lot of things are free, but like when you pay money, you're saving you're saving time. Yes. You don't have to do all these things. You have someone else, but honestly, like, I mean, books are free. (laughs) You can get a Libby app. Um, and you can get all these books like that. You can talk about like Buddhism. You talk about like all the different, like philosophies, like this stuff that we're talking about now is not new this has been talked about for thousands of years. It's kind of just like repackaged, remarketed, you know, in a way that makes sense for like the modern age that is kind of like shinier and prettier, more attractive. But really we are all talking about the same things. We're talking about authenticity. We're following our truth. We're listening to ourselves. We understand like we are all connected. And then, you know, what does energy mean? Like, it's just Every single healer will talk to you about the same thing, listening to yourself, getting to know yourself, like, you know, finding quiet moments so that you can be very clear about your next steps. It's just the vehicle is different. And I think it's important because everybody will relate to someone in a different way. And like a hundred people can talk about the same thing. Let's say they're all astrologers, um, but they talk about it in a different way. And that subtle difference is very important because that might be the difference someone needs to have their aha moment. Exactly.
0: And I think with that, it's also alignment and timing. Yes. And you can hear it over and over again, but it might not be the right time for you to be able to connect the dots.
1: Yes. That happens time and time again, which is why it's so interesting. Like looking at your birth chart, you're just like, Oh, I wasn't ready to like, understand this because I had to go through all these iterations and trust myself even when like because I've I've like like done things before that were writing based and I'm like oh well like this didn't sell so maybe it's not the right thing um mm-hmm. and I and it's 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 rarely like you're not doing the right thing it's kind of like a subtle shift you know so yeah. that's like what I've really really learned as well
0: How did you decide to do the type of astrology that you're doing? Were you ever curious about diving into Chinese astrology or any of the other astrologies out there?
1: Yes. Um, I am very interested in Chinese astrology because um, I'm ethnically Chinese. And every year I'll do like a lunar new year reading. Um, But I just found that in this moment in time, like the Western astrology was more accessible. More people were talking about it. It was easier to get like books, like learn about it. And I honestly think what my intuition is saying, like this is the way to get in. Because right yeah. now, people understand astrology in this way. And I think surely for the next, like, probably within the next few years, three to five years, I might be blending in more Eastern astrology, Chinese astrology, maybe moving completely in this direction. Who knows? But by that point, people will be ready. Yeah. Because, like, these things, like, yes, is mainstream, but still quite new. Yes. And we need these baby steps. We need these bridge companies, moments, offerings, services so that people can understand. So, like, right now, as an example for you, Whitney, like, people understand they want to eat healthy, they want to eat organic, they want to eat home cooked meals, but they don't quite understand the concept of food and vibration and energy like who makes it how you make it where it comes from that is powerful that's why every time your mom your grandma like a family member makes food for you it's so good because they care about you they love you they want to nourish you versus like when you're eating like at
0: like fast food place it's like an empty feeling Absolutely. For years, I was trying to figure out why my mom's steamed broccoli tastes better from my steamed broccoli. I mean, it was that simple. I couldn't understand. I'd come home to California. My mom would steam broccoli. It'd be the best broccoli I've ever had. I'd go back to my little apartment in Washington, D.C. I'd steam broccoli and it tasted awful. Now, granted, there's lots of elements you can think about, the quality of the broccoli, the water that you're using, all those different little elements. But there is something to it when somebody else is taking a moment to do something for you yes, and they're transferring their yes. love energy to you, yes. it changes the way the food tastes. It changes mm-hmm. the way you feel when you yeah. eat it. You know, you can't deny it. And the beautiful thing is for those that want to, um, there are machines that are out there that can measure the frequency. Yes, And, you know, granted, they're not going to be in everybody's kitchen, but the information... <laughs> And the studies are out there showing that there's a frequency change, um, yeah. on the attitude of the people that are preparing food. This is why during the pandemic, I was like, I would
1: want like a burger or I would want like a pizza and every time I got this food, I was like, this food is awful. And delivery continues to be awful because people are stressed out of their minds right now. Like there's like some sort of recession happening. There's wars left and right. People are concerned about like, you and I both live in California. Like it's expensive to live here. And so people are just like, how are they going to afford rent? How are they going to like, like buy a home? Like these are things that are swirling around in addition to like all the things happening in the world. And so this is why a lot of the food that you order doesn't taste good because people were stressed making this food and you're like this is why i think like like a long long time ago in ancient times like people like they were very very careful who made the food yes they were you're and now i so are just like oh, i'll just eat food from anyone and i'm like yes but also even like you can even go to a michelin-starred restaurant and the food not be good because they're so focused on precision there's no heart in the food
0: This is absolutely true. So I have a place in LA, I won't say the name, that I love eating. It's like I always grab lunch there when I'm in LA. Wait, can you go to LA? Can we go? Oh yes, yes, absolutely. So there's this one place I always eat at whenever I'm in LA because it's my favorite. Mm -hmm. And during 2020 and 2021, every time I go there to get my usual food, the food tasted awful. I had no, it just, it tasted awful. And now it's back on track and tastes amazing again. But there was a time period and I knew it was, I, my assumption was, it's just the people that are preparing this are stressed out of their mind. They feel uncomfortable being at work. They're scared about getting sick, all the other things that are in their head. And it's translating into the food and it's not tasting the same, even though I know they're following the same recipes. So I had to give it a break for a while. And sure enough, it's, it's back on track, um, but it's so interesting that you bring that up, that, yeah, who prepared the food having taste testers taste it before you t- you <laughs> ate it? I mean, there was so much going on with food, you know, not that long ago. It's also why I think when people start to learn about health-supportive cooking and they start to learn that you're supposed to wash your rice, soak certain grains you know, yes. beans from scratch, like all these little yes. things, and you know, all the traditions of fermenting different fruits and vegetables and, and foods. Um, they're like, oh, it's so time consuming. Well, that's why everybody wanted to be able to employ cooks for their home because it is time consuming. <laughs> that's why, you know, homes had people who lived there that their full-time job was preparing the food because it's time consuming, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've created a lot of foods for convenience, yeah. but they, yeah. you know, they've given us what they've given us, not great health. So turning back to traditional foods, it's a little more time consuming, um, but you can't replace the health benefits and you also yeah. can't replace right. how it can support, support your spiritual practice. I think yeah. people are starting to realize, and that's my goal, is that if they want to open up their third eye, trust their intuition more, feel better in their body from a spiritual perspective. Mm -hmm. The food they eat plays a role in that.
1: Yes. And so like, you can't automatically just jump into that first because it's just too big of a jump, so you do the baby steps, like, and then people inevitably like, wow, like Whitney's food always tastes so great, like the recipes she has are really great, and I don't know why. And then they start to kind of like you, you're able to share more of like, well, it's because like I have an intention, like I I source from like these types of places, but also like I have an intention when I make this, whether it's like a recipe or food that's like delivered to someone, like. And then people start to realize, oh, yeah, there is an energetic quality, there's an energy transference. But, you know, baby steps. People want to eat healthy now. They want to eat organic. They, they want to kind of, they understand that like food is fuel and then they'll understand kind of the next level of what that means.
0: Yeah. Intention is everything. And I would love to know, how do you prepare yourself to do readings for your clients or to put together people's charts? do you have to like mentally or physically kind of prep yourself for going into that type of work mode?
1: Yeah. So I do a lot of this work every day already because, um, whether I'm like, uh, writing reports or doing a reading like I make sure that I meditate every single day even if it's just for like a minute some days kind of go a little wacky sideways and you only have that minute um, I'm very aware of like when someone has bought a reading or a report like this is something that they treasure mm-hmm. so I really am like okay like let me make sure like I look at their charts so they like for like those written reports, like yeah. add in some extra information for them. Um, and if it's like a reading, like really kind of like, like before, like I'll set intentions The intentions are always the same as well. But when we do the reading, I always do a grounding meditation. Um, and I really speak from my heart to their heart and I give them a lot of, um, Um, like supportive, uh, affirmations as well because I know that it's very hard for them what they're doing right now they have a lot of questions they have a lot it's and and job and career obviously tied with money most people need to work to live to survive you know and there's just so much swirling around so i'm very aware of the investment that they've made and like what they're hoping to get more clarity more confidence and so my intention is always to bring that to them and of course i do that grounding meditation at the start so that we're all on the same page. We're coming from different places and spaces that we kind of really both ground down into that digital space so that we are very
0: present. That's so nice. Are there any books that you recommend to people that are listening that have helped you on your spiritual or astrological path?
1: I really, really loved Journey of Souls. Have you read that book? No. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It talks about soul evolution. Um, It talks about the spirit world. Like, that really blew my mind. Um, I love Joe Dispenza books. They're really wonderful. The Alchemist is a nice, like, short story about, like, the spiritual journey um, My friend Nikki Novo just released a book. I'm a bad friend. I can't remember the title of this book, but she only has two books out. It's the second book that she released just a couple months ago, and I think it's wonderful for those who are new to their spiritual path. Um, and yeah, it just because she comes from a, like a traditional background, um as well as the types of jobs that she's had and now she's like uh, a spiritual guide teaching lots of other people how to open up their spiritual psychic gifts mm-hmm. so these are some books that I've really found to be uh, quite powerful um and then I'll send you the title of this other book that I really like it's a it's a, it's a Taoist book of like different like stories and every time I, I, I in those books that are like spiritual, philosophical, religious, I always like to um, just flip and then open. And that's like what I need to receive.
0: I love a book like that. I do too.
1: And I always get, I, I mean, there's like literally 10 stories in there that I've like read time and time again. It was gifted to me by a friend. And like each time I open, I'm like, yes, this is the story. This is the message I need to hear.
0: Yeah, we all need certain reminders over and over again. You know, until it really seeps in that we don't need that reminder anymore. But it always, it always really helps. You know, I've gone through phases where I've had quotes on mirrors or quotes on my wall. And then I, I take that right now. And I just added one like a week and a half ago. Like, you know, I was sitting and talking to a, a person, one of my personal chef clients mm-hmm. about, you know, his life journey and how he got to where he was today. And he told me what he says to himself every morning. He says this one positive affirmation he's been saying it to himself since he was in high school, and his life and career is to be admired so are you gonna that down oh yes he he told me that every morning when he gets out of bed he tells himself something great is going to happen today and I'm gonna make something great happen
1: the power of intention
0: yeah and I mean he has lived an amazing life and I I mean his career has been amazing. His success has been amazing, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he just naturally started saying that to himself. You know, forty years ago. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. You know, no yes. book told him to do it. No guru told him to do it. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in him, something told him that he needed to remind himself every day that something great was going to happen to him, and that he was going to make something great happen. Okay. And Yeah, I just wrote it down on a big piece of paper right right on my wall. So I can't not see it when I get out of bed in the morning. And it's so great because I look now and I see it and I think, you know, I know this is going to happen and I have another person in my life that knows that that can happen for me every day, you know, that something great can happen to me today and I can make something great happen. And I think we all need to be reminded sometimes that like something magical can happen to us every single day.
1: I mean, magic and synchronicity is like they happen every single day. They really do. We just have to shift
0: into that alignment. Yes, absolutely. And believe that it can happen and yes. then we'll, we'll start to naturally see it. Yes. Is there any place that you are turning to right now or any place that you like to look when you want to learn about new things and kind of the health, wellness, and spiritual space? You know,
1: right now, I'm trying to think. That's a good question. I'm really focusing on just like embodiment right now. So I'm not looking at new things. I'm like, we still got some things that we need to like really solidify before we move on to like the next chapter, Um, Some things that I'm like learning and relearning. So nothing at this moment in time. I think Mm -hmm. that when you are ready, the right teacher, the right resource will come through. So if someone is listening to this and they're like, I really need help in X, Y, and Z, or I'm really curious about this or that, just write that intention down in a notebook, on a sticky note, and like surely... Like this will come up because your reticularly activating system, like of your of your mind, will like focus on that. Okay. Like, oh, like where am I gonna look? Maybe I should go to this bookstore, maybe I should talk to this person. Like the mind is a very mysterious thing. You know, we don't do enough studies on it. There's so much that we don't know about. And
0: yeah, when you're ready, it'll come to you. So true. You say you want a yellow dress and then everywhere you go, you start seeing people in yellow dresses, you know, it's the funniest thing. So we really need to spend our time in positive ways like that saying, Hey, I really need a teacher or I really need a friend that can be an expert in this field. And until we put it out there, it can't come to us. We have to, we have to create the prompt.
1: You have to create an opening, a space for it to come in. So you have to have the invitation.
0: Put out the invitation.
1: Yeah.
0: Put out the sticky notes next to the side of my bed. I got a lot of those. (laughs) Well, where can people keep learning from you, get their astrology reports from, Tell us all the spaces that we can connect with you. So on
1: Instagram, you can find me at W O O W O O C O. That's Woo Woo Company. And the company is shortened. And then if people want to get their free career astrology reports, they can go to yoursaturn.com. And I'm sure they're going to be in the show notes as well, those links. So
0: Absolutely. I'll have them there for, for everyone listening. And can you leave our listeners with one healthy tip they can consider adding into their life?
1: Oh, I tell this to people all the time. Do not look at your phone when you wake up. <laughs> do not for the first like 30 minutes, an hour, anytime. But like right when you wake up and right when you go to sleep, give yourself as much buffer time as possible.
0: Yeah. Just put it in another room and then it's yeah. so easy. Get yourself yeah. an old school alarm clock. I have one. I do too. That's yeah. Great. It's great. Sometimes it's challenging because I didn't get a digital one. I got like an old school. Me too, one. It's like... <laughs> so you can't always get the exact time. No, but the, it works. Alarm.
1: the alarm is like, I'm going to wait. Um, it's going to be some time within this 15 minute yeah. span, but it's like, that's how we lived when we were like younger. So I'm like, I'm fine with it.
0: I'm fine with it too. I've had it for three years now and it's been great. You know,
1: I love it. I've had yeah. it for years now. And I'm like, I love this little clock, this $10 clock.
0: And it's it feels good to also like turn your phone off at eight o'clock yeah. or eight thirty or even yeah. nine like whenever you just I just turn it off I leave it in another room and um, you know you, you can start to feel your nervous system shift immediately <laughs> <as> <laughs> like something's changed in the air even though you yeah. can't see it yeah it's
1: just like so many notifications flying in and your body can sense it yeah you really Absolutely. can.
0: I believe And it. we know, we all need to have that deep sleep so yes. we can get those spiritual downloads and yes. you know, yes. better connect with the with the next steps in our life and our career.
1: I agree. I agree. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Thank you
0: so much for coming on the show and I look forward to getting lunch with you in LA. Me too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the High Vibration Living Podcast. Please leave a five-star rating and review wherever you are tuning in from to help more listeners like and find this podcast. And if you really loved what you heard today, pay it forward and send this episode to a friend or loved one. For more Starseed Kitchen, visit starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com. You can find me and follow along on my chef adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Thanks again for tuning in. Cheers to you and your health.